Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Dale from Asheville, North Carolina writes in this week. Hey Martin, how come you never share with us your experiences, what you're out there doing, your hiking and your biking? Well, Dale, I do sometimes. I mean, if you've gone to the YouTube channel, Martin Outside, I certainly put up some videos uh, specifically about our Loyal Sock hike, but uh, maybe I should be reporting on my Wednesday episodes about the hikes I go on. So I'll open up with that. This past weekend, I did another 10-mile section of the Finger Lakes Trail, and that completes map number 12. And that brings me down to, I think, about 140-something miles I have left. I, I don't have it right in front of me. But I'm closing in on this. This Finger Lakes Trail is just, I don't know. I don't want to speak negatively about it. I just sometimes, I'll just say I have a hard time motivating myself to go out and hike it. But this coming weekend, Special K and Peekabrew, we're going to be doing something we haven't done in a while. And that is a hike and bike. What is a hike and bike? Well... We take our bikes, we all plan to do a hike that day and then ride our bike a certain amount of miles and maybe even squeeze in another hike. It's really a fun day, really mixes things up and we've always had fun doing it. Last year we went to Minnewaska State Park. Uh, I'm hoping we can get out and do it more than once a year. It seems like we've only been able to do it about once a year over the last couple of years, but yeah, that's. I think we're going to have a fun weekend. It's going to be hot as heck, but we're we're definitely getting out there. And still working on the Tahoe Rim Trail. Still going ahead with the planning. Shroomin's going to be on again, and we're going to be talking about where he's at in his stage of the planning. I'll be giving an update where I'm at. Just bought my tickets today, so I'm I'm excited about this trip. I'm excited about hiking the Tahoe Rim Trail. Today I want to talk about sleeping bag care. How do we take care of our sleeping bags? Well, I'm going to do it in this order. We will start with packing our sleeping bag into our backpack. We're going to kind of work towards that and then what we do when we get home and how to store it for the long term. So we put it into our sleeping bag. Typically, most people, I believe, I've done this, put it into a compression sack and a logical way to pack your bag would have your sleeping bag on the bottom. Something I've started doing, I've now that I'm carrying a bear canister, I'm getting away from using the compression sack because I feel like just putting the sleeping bag down on the bottom allows me to manipulate it a little bit and helps me squeeze more into the backpack. It helps me to optimize the space in the pack itself. When you get to camp, it's important to get that sleeping bag out and let it start to regain its loft, especially if you have a, a down bag. My typical order of doing things when I get to camp, the shoes come off. Yes, that's the absolute first thing I do. The shoes and socks come off. Camp shoes go on. I'll admit it. I'm not ashamed of it. I bring camp shoes with me. And then if I'm sleeping in a lean-to, I'll spread out my sleeping pad or sleeping mattress. I'll blow up my sleeping mattress and then get my sleeping bag out of the bag or out of the compression sack and open it up. If I'm using a tent, right after the camp shoes go on, I set up the tent and do the same thing. Blow up the air mattress, open up the sleeping bag, spread it out. So this way, when I go to get in and in a few hours, the loft's there and it'll do its job to keep me warm. Everything won't be compressed. Because if, if that fill gets compressed, it loses its R value. It, you will, you'll feel, a, there'll be a noticeable difference in, in its effectiveness in keeping you warm. Getting into your sleeping bag. 
especially if they're on a multi-day or doing months at a time, personal hygiene. Make sure, even if you're taking a bandana, pouring some water on it and just wiping yourself down a little bit, wiping down your feet, do what you can to prevent debris from coming into your sleeping bag. Debris is one of the biggest enemies, if not the biggest enemy to fabric. It gets in there and it starts to act like grit and wear down your seams and and the fabric. It's also important to get sunscreen, bug repellent, get that off of us as well. Again, you're bringing a foreign substance into your your tent. And there's a couple of good reasons for that. Uh, One is sunscreen and bug spray is often scented. And and number two, the oils just are, are really bad, especially for down. That's step number one. A lot of people bring liners with them. I've done it in the colder weather to try to extend the the R value or the uh, insulation of my bag. I know people that bring pack liners that are pretty much nothing more than a bed sheet, just in the shape of a sleeping bag. But what it does is it helps keep the bag warm. And it's easier to wash your bed she- something like a bed sheet or a pack liner when you go into town. Something I like to do when I get up in the morning before I pack my bag up is I shake it out. Again, I'm just taking that extra step of precaution. Maybe there was something stuck in the back of my leg I didn't see. Shake the bag out. Make sure any debris you might have carried in there with you, you shake it out. Or any hitchhikers. Yeah, I hate to let you know this, but occasionally a bug or two might get on you and make its way into your sleeping bag. So yeah, shake it out. And when you return home, again, this is what I do. And I'm sure there's probably people that are going to disagree with me or people that have different ways they do it. Hey, whatever works for you. But I'm sharing with you what I do. When I go through my stuff, before I put, I take my sleeping bag out, I'll take it to the garage or on the porch, give it a good shake. Then I turn it inside out and shake it some more, bring it in the house and just lay it out. I let it lay there for 24 hours inside out. Then I do it right side in and let it sit for another 24 hours. I like to make sure that my bag is completely aired out, that any body funk that might have built up in there as an opportunity to escape any moisture that might have been trapped in there is able to dry up. And when I do, after I do that, I store it in a very large, it's basically a big pillowcase, I guess is the best way to describe it. It came with the sleeping bag. I put it in that and I put it on a top shelf in the closet where it's by itself. Nothing ever gets put on top of it. You want to store sleeping bags very loose, as loose as you can. I like to put them in a bag because it does give them a certain level of protection from dust but store them where they can be loose, where they're not compressed. You never want to store your sleeping bag compressed. You always want it opened up. So even if you have a sleeping bag that didn't come with a storage bag, just use a pillowcase. That'll do the job. But don't store it compressed. For deep cleaning of my bag, there's two things you can do. You can go to the laundromat or if you wash it in a front-loading washing machine. If you have one at home, good. If not, take it to the laundromat. Their special cleaner they have now for down. It's called Down Tech. There's a number of different items you can use. So you can wash your down sleeping bag if, if you'd like. When it comes to drying it, dry it in a cool setting or hang it out and let it dry. Personally, with my sleeping bag, it's a big investment. I paid over $300 for my sleeping bag. It's a down bag. I take it to the dry cleaner. I just spend the money and have it dry cleaned. And I find when I do that, rejuvenates the the bag. Last year, I went on a trip and I felt like the bag was starting to feel like maybe it was time to replace it. It wasn't quite keeping me warm at a temperature it should. I had it dry cleaned and 
it seemed like it was back to the effectiveness it was when I bought it. Again, it's not cheap. I think I paid $30 to have it dry cleaned. But personally, it was money well spent. Sleeping bags are usually big investments, especially if you're doing this a lot. So taking care of your sleeping bag is so important. And when you're out there for multiple days, you could really junk up your sleeping bag, making it smelly and gritty. Take care of it. One other note for when you're out on the trail. If you go into town, you're staying at a hostel or a hotel or a bed and breakfast, use that as an opportunity to air out your bag too, turning it inside out. We might not think we stink, but we do. Give an opportunity for your body funk to get out of your bag. All right, hope that was helpful. Everybody, make sure you get outside, have some fun, and be safe. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, palmabearhikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.